welcome to Celebrating 60-something again. Certainly glad that you're here today. You know, this whole COVID thing is really upsetting my plans. I had thought in the beginning that it might be a good time to launch a podcast because people would be spending more time at home and they might be listening to podcasts or programs or watching videos, that kind of thing. So it might actually be a good time, but I never really thought that it might be a difficult time to have guests on my program. And I've had kind of a difficult time booking people because of COVID and all the restrictions that are in place. And so there are more podcasts of me talking than I intended for there to be at this point in the game. But unfortunately, that is where we're at right now. I know I can do over-the-phone interviews with people. And I know there are some programs on the computer that you can use to record people. But I'm not familiar with those yet. And like I said, I'm learning everything by myself. So as soon as I become more familiar with those, we'll start doing some podcasts long distance. And until then, maybe a couple more podcasts and and it will be me. And then we'll find some new people to be on here. But anyway, I appreciate you listening and I appreciate your comments and your feedback and, and thank you for that. So when I do set a podcast up to be broadcast, I need to have three or four in advance that are ready. And when I looked, I noticed that the one that is set to begin today was not really one I wanted to put out there the day before Thanksgiving. The topic was a little mm, not Thanksgiving-ish is what I should say. So I thought I would record another podcast. And of course, the obvious topic is gratitude. And I personally don't think that gratitude can be overdone. So I thought I would just tell you a couple of brief little things about gratitude and then you can get on with your day and I won't take up very much time. In fact, it will probably be shorter than most podcasts. But to begin with, it was a few years ago that some friends and I went on a trip to Southeast Asia and we were in Cambodia at the time, which is a very, very poor country. And we were going up to see a shrine at the top of a mountain. And there were lots of steps that led up to this shrine. Our guide explained to us that we would be seeing some of the poorest people in that country as we walked up the many steps to the top of this shrine. They would be begging along the sides of the steps. Well, he asked us to get out some money and us, not knowing very much about the Cambodian denominations of money, just held it out in front of us and let him take a couple of bills from each of us. He went away and then he came back with a big stack of bills and he divided it among us. As we hiked up the steps to the top of the shrine, we each dropped a few paper bills into the cups and outstretched hands of the people who were lining the edges of the stairs. Some had physical deformities, many had missing limbs, there were so many who had no teeth, and there were many, many little children. We would see a tiny woman with two or three little kids by her side, and we would want to give her all the bills that we had, but we were asked not to by our guide. He said, there are too many people who need what you can give, so please save some for those that will come next. And he was right. There were many, many more ahead of us, and it broke our hearts. It certainly made me grateful that day for all of the blessings that I have, and we talked about that as we met together at the bottom of the steps. At the end of our tour, our guide explained to us that we had given about two cents in American dollars to each one of those people that were begging. They exchanged the money into such small denominations to make sure that all the people begging would get at least some money for that day's food. It was a very touching and sad experience, but one that really made me count my many blessings. 
One of my favorite scripture verses is Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Now, I've explained before that I am Christian. I'm not going to preach, but I am going to be who I am. So this is one of my favorite scripture verses. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. When reading that verse, we often focus on having faith in God and trusting Him and trusting that His ways are best. When we do that, He will direct us in the way we should go. However, we often skip right over the part in the middle, the part that says, In all thy ways acknowledge Him, the part where we recognize all that He's done for us and given us and thank Him for those blessings. People who take time to truly pour out their hearts in gratitude who frequently count their blessings before him verbally and praise him for his goodness are the ones who talk to him in an easy and personal manner and have an actual personal relationship with God. So when was the last time you truly reflected on the simple, small pleasures, such as the smell of the earth after it rains? It's often easier to be grateful for the big blessings in our lives, like our home, our family, our food, enough of what we need, good friends, good health, a job, those kinds of things. It's also easy to be grateful after a crisis. Ellie Wiesel, who suffered the atrocities of the Holocaust and later won the Nobel Peace Prize, said, No one is capable of gratitude as one who has emerged from the kingdom of night. And that is so, so true. I remember being extremely grateful after my firstborn son recovered from a serious illness when he was a tiny infant and was having seizures. I remember being so grateful when they told me I could take my newborn baby daughter home from the hospital after serious concerns about a heart defect and digestive problems. And I remember our third son being in the hospital with severe bronchitis when just a few months old and how grateful I was when he overcame that. I was also grateful when my father was cured of cancer and my husband was spared serious injury in a terrible car accident and survived a heart attack. Gratitude flows freely in our prayers after the dark periods in our life. But what about everyday gratitude for simple things? Isn't that important too? I always thought gratitude was a feeling like love or anger, an emotion maybe, something that came naturally. But gratitude is more of a virtue like faith or hope, something that we develop, something that we work on, something that may not come naturally but can be learned. It can be practiced, and like a difficult piano piece, it becomes easier with practice. We all know who Oprah is, and she discussed something on her show several years ago that she has referred to often since then. Her program that day was on gratitude, and her guest introduced her to the idea of a gratitude journal. This is different from a regular journal in that you write down something that you are grateful for that particular day. Those who have done it say their journal has changed their life. They are more aware on a daily basis of the simple joys and pleasures that life brings. If you are struggling with finding happiness in life, I recommend you begin a gratitude journal. And tomorrow is the perfect day to begin. It is easy to remember the negative things that happen in a day, like the guy who pulls in front of us and cuts us off in traffic, right? We can all remember him. And we are often very quick to share that story with others. But what about the occasional driver who lets us pull in front of him? Do we remember that story even five minutes after it happens? Now don't get me wrong, gratitude's not a Pollyanna type thing, but I do believe if we become accustomed to counting our blessings on a daily basis and recognizing the simple things in life, we will begin to notice more good things than bad things. 
Nor do I necessarily expect us to say to the Lord at the end of the day, thank you for the guy who let me cut in in traffic today. But what do you think might happen to our attitude if, at the end of the day, we wrote in a little notebook, I am grateful for kind people, like the guy who let me pull in front of him in traffic today. So I decided to make a list of some of the little things, just the little silly things that I have and that I'm grateful for and appreciate in my life that I probably would not include in a personal prayer, but I might include in my gratitude journal, depending, I guess, on what happened that day. Anyway, so I have listed 25 simple little things that I am grateful for. I'm grateful for warm socks. I love a good pair of warm socks. I am grateful for hot showers and instant hot water. That's such a great blessing. I'm grateful to have utilities, gas, and electricity. Turn on a switch and you have instant lights. I'm grateful for cut up chicken. I hate cutting up chicken and cutting through bones. So I'm grateful for cut up chicken. I'm grateful for contacts and eyeglasses. My life would be completely different if I couldn't see. And without contacts or eyeglasses, I can't see. I'm grateful for appliances, like my stove, my dishwasher for sure, and my washer and dryer. I'm grateful for band-aids. If you've ever had a paper cut or a tear in your skin because it's so dry, band-aids are awesome. I'm grateful for fingernail clippers and nail files for obvious reasons. I'm grateful for chapstick and hand lotion, especially in the winter. Grateful for space heaters, again, in the winter. I'm grateful for my cell phone. I love that little gadget. It can do just about everything. I am grateful for super glue and duct tape. I'm grateful for my toothbrush and toothpaste. And I try to imagine what it would be like to have lived in a time when there was no such thing. Gross. I am grateful for headache medication. I'm grateful for indoor plumbing, flush toilets, and toilet paper. I'm grateful for prepackaged food, fast food, and pizza delivery. I'm grateful for blow dryers, curling irons, combs, and brushes, and those sorts of things. I'm grateful for the heater in my car. I'm grateful for trash pickup and chocolate and magnifying mirrors. Well, maybe I'm not so grateful for magnifying mirrors, but I'm certainly glad I have one. Grateful for dental floss. And my last two, I'm grateful for Amazon Prime and Costco. <laughs> I just had two friends contact me while I was in the middle of recording this, so I asked them what small things they were grateful for, and both of them said Diet Coke. So we better add Diet Coke to the list, and I bet there's a lot of us out there who are grateful for that. Now, none of those things are going to be listed in my prayers at night, but do we ever stop and appreciate those things that we have and just take for granted? I'm going to close today. Like I said, it was going to be just a short little quick podcast because you're all probably gathered together with your family and friends, or at least you're on your way to be, or you will be tomorrow. Here's a short little poem by Ella Wheeler Wilcox, which sums up what I've been talking about today. And it's not even the whole poem. It's just the first part. We walk on starry fields of white and do not see the daisies. For blessings common in our sight, we rarely offer praises. We sigh for some supreme delight to crown our lives with splendor and quite ignore our daily store of pleasures sweet and tender. That's it, everyone. Go out and have a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. Enjoy the time with your family and friends. And if you're not able to gather in the large groups that you normally do, take the time to 
FaceTime or Zoom or whatever and do some of the things that make you appreciate the things that you have. Some of the traditions that we have while gathered around our Thanksgiving table are we go around the table and everyone says something that they're grateful for. Another one we've done is um, make a big turkey at a poster board and put him on the wall and then cut out lots of different colored feathers out of cardstock paper and provide lots of markers and let everyone write down things they're thankful for on a turkey feather and then put them all over the turkey. And he gets quite big by the end of the weekend. There's lots of fun things you can do, but whatever it is, have a wonderful time. Enjoy yourselves and we will see you here next time on Celebrating Season.